At Gates, we are passionate about the Word of God. We hope the message you are about to listen to empowers you today. If you remember last week, or if you were here last week, under the direction of the Holy Spirit, I changed my message and I talked about being free from fear. I prayed for a lot of you and I just want you to know that I've been praying for you and reminded of the prayers that I prayed, the agreement that we came into about being free from fear and, and, and embracing the peace that Jesus gave us. And as a result of that, I, I felt very compelled to um, bring you a, kind of a reminder message regarding being free from fear. You can't hear being free from fear enough. You can't hear it enough. And so I'm going to actually go over most of the scriptures, not all of them, but most of the ones I read last week. And I want to, I want to remind you, I'll say a few uh, new things, but I want to remind you how important it is on a daily basis, circumstance to circumstance, to deal with fear when it raises its head. And so today I want to go right back into 2 Timothy 1.7 that we started with last week and just talk to you a little bit more about being free from fear. It's vital that we live our lives free from the fear that the enemy tries to grip us with on a day-to-day basis. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Uh, one translation says a well-balanced mind. God hasn't given you fear, and if God has not given you fear, you don't have to receive it. No matter how fear comes through circumstances, through situations, through people, through, through day-to-day occurrences, um, I mean, there's so much fear out there because most people are riddled with fear. And so it comes off of them, it comes through them, and we have to learn how to combat it and let it know it's not ruling in our world and in our lives. <clears throat> so just a reminder to you today, uh, this evening, that God hasn't given you fear. And if he hasn't given it to you, you do not have to receive it. But what did he give you? He gave you a spirit of power, love, and a spirit of a sound and a well-balanced mind. God wants you receiving that. As we talked about last Wednesday, being in a mode of receiving everything that God has given us. <clears throat> I talked to you last week also out of Deuteronomy 31 and, and verse 6. Um, to be strong and of good courage. This is, a, this is a piece out of Moses' last will and testament to the children of Israel before they went into the promised land. There was going to be a lot of enemies, but God had already given them the land. That's the way you and I have to see this life that we live in. God has already given us the victory in everything that we face, and fear has no right to remain. Fear has no right to have control in your or my life today, and, that, and, and God's giving us these, this encouragement. I told you last week that it's really important that you take scriptures like this and remind yourself of this every single day. This Deuteronomy 31, 6 verse says, be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. Do not be afraid of the enemies. And the enemies in life that 
are labeled fear, and, and they are demonic spirits. There's, there's fear of man, of, of people. There's the fear of not being recognized. There's uh, fear of failing in life. There's all types of fear. There's, you know, just fear of, of dying, of, of, you know, things, some, something bad happening in your life. All of these different fears are out there. And the, and the children of Israel, when they were going into the promised land, God's telling them ahead of time right here. He said, they're out there. Those enemies are there. But I know that you can overcome because the enemy is a defeated foe where God's presence was concerned, even on the other side of the cross. If you would do what God said, if they would have done exactly as God said, they would have all gone into the promised land, but they didn't. Joshua and Caleb and everybody that was 20 years old and younger are the ones that went in. And now he's telling them, listen, I, I've got this. I've got your back. I, I'm going to lead you into victory. But there's a bunch of enemies. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of stuff out there that wants to get the best of you. But he said, do not be afraid of them. And, and if, if God just said, look, just don't be afraid. And, and, we're, and, and if he said that and then we're reading that and we're thinking, Okay, I'll do the best I can. No, he said, do not be afraid, for I am your Lord God, and I am the one that goes with you, and I will not leave you nor forsake you. So, he's our God, number one. He said, don't be afraid of those enemies, because I'm your God. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. I'll go with you. I'll go before you. I, I'm, in every way, I'm your protection. I'm going to be there ahead of you. I'm going to be there on either side of you. I'm going to be your rear guard. I'm going to protect you in every single way. And we see here, he said, be strong and of good courage. In other words, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the revelation that the Lord is with you, that the Lord's empowered you that the Lord's given you vision about how to overcome and not give in to all of these, these issues and areas of fear in life. Like I just mentioned a few of them. There's many more, but, but those things that are out there in life, and they come through people. Fear comes through people and, and situations and circumstances that you face every day. But God hasn't given you that, that fear, but He's given you something to combat it. He said he's given you power and authority. He's given you the love of God because many unlovable situations have fear attached to them and they come after you and try to get the best of you. He said, I've given you power, love, and a sound and a well-balanced mind. You don't have to give in to all the fear thoughts. All the thoughts that come your way, that try to attack you, that try to, to um, you know, demoralize you, you know, try to zap your power and strength, try to shut you down in every way. Those things we don't have to give into, and the way we do that is by receiving what God has given us and not receiving what the enemy says and how he tries to get the best of us through people and circumstances and situation. He'll come with a report concerning your physical body, trying to convince you that that report is the last report. He, he may come with you about uh, uh, some kind of wording uh, and, and attacking you where your finances are concerned, trying to convince you that you'll never get out of a situation that you're in. And yet, fear tries to grip your heart, and he says, no, I have a different report, and I want you to embrace that different report and walk it out on a day-to-day -day basis. 
One of the things that, uh, one of the verses that we read last week um, was out of John 14 and verse 27. And it says, in John 14, Jesus said this. He said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. He said, peace, I, I'm leaving it with you. His peace, he was giving to us. Those enemies in the promised land, um, what they wanted was the children of Israel to believe. You know, some of the, some of the spies that went in said, they, they made this statement about what, I mean, they had no contact with the enemy, but they made a statement that we're grasshoppers in their eyes. <coughs> Excuse me. That we're grasshoppers in their eyes. How, how did they know what the enemy was thinking? Because the enemy and, and the way they looked, and they were big giants, and they were big people, and uh, they, they were intimidating, and that's what the enemy does. He's a bully, and he wants to intimidate people and get people to believe that the things that they see as, those, as the children of Israel did in the wilderness, the, those, the ten spies that didn't believe. He wants, the enemy wants you to believe in what you see, what you hear, how you feel, the way it appears to be, instead of knowing what God has said is so. God said he gave them the land. Well, to, to go in and deal with the enemy, you have to have the peace of God. Jesus, the, the Bible says the chastisement of our peace was on him, and then the victory that he won to produce peace, he's given to us. He said, I leave you peace, but he said, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, right? What's the deal with the peace of the world? You can have peace from the world, but it's all conditional. If you do this, this, no, no, no. All you have to do to receive the peace of God is to receive it. And you receive it in the midst of, of the circumstances and the situations that you face every day. Those situations that you face, you have to receive that peace. You have to look internally. You have to control your emotions in yourself. You have to control who you are and the way you respond to situations to overcome the enemy. But when we do it with the peace that he's already given us, he said, then let your heart let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You won't be troubled and afraid when you've embraced the peace of God and you're trusting the Word of God. You're trusting that God said, and he's, He tells us all the time, like He told the children of Israel when they, when, to the spies when they were going out. He said, I've, I want you to go spy out the land that I've already given you. Every day, God's wanting you to spy out the land and the world that you live in. He said, I've given you this land. I've given you the people. I've given you the finances. Health is yours. Everything is yours. Everything that you need in life. And, and give no place to the enemy that tries to come to you and put fear on you and convince you that certain things in your life are not going to work out. I'm telling you, God has already accomplished these things for you. And the greater one lives inside of you. Can you say amen to that? Here's the comfort that we have to embrace uh, every day found in Psalm 23, 4. He said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Notice he said it's the shadow of death. You know, the shadow of something never hurt anybody. You know, the real substance does, but... but the, the, the death and destruction and the fear and all the bad things that are happening, 
the Bible here says it's just a shadow. And though we walk through those things, they're real, and they come at you all the time, every day, right? Situations, like I just said, trying to convince you that what you see, hear, and feel are more real than what God has promised. That's why only two of the spies went into the promised land, and the other ten didn't, right? And, and here he said, though you walk through that on a day-to-day basis, and you do, you have to face things. You can't, you can't ignore them and stick your head in the sand and act like they're not there. They're really there. He said, though you do, he said, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you'll fear no evil. Now watch this. Why? Because for you are with me, Lord. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now I want you to think about those three things. The reason that we're not afraid or or fearing evil in life and the situations that come, though we walk through these things and deal with these things day to day, we're not afraid of them. Why? Number one, because He's with us. Tell you what, that's a big one. I've been reading that all through these verses of Scripture. It's all through the Bible. He said, the way you're not afraid is to know that God is with you. But you know what? It's still not enough that God is with you. It's not for you, not where your mind is concerned. You have to know these other two things. He said, my rod and my staff, they will comfort you. The rod represents the Word of God. The staff represents the Spirit of God. My, my, My Word and my Spirit will comfort you. My Spirit revealing to you truth, that's the Spirit's job is to reveal all truth to us. Many other jobs, but that's what the Spirit of God does. He reveals all truth to us. He said, my Word and my Spirit, they bring a comfort to what? Your soul, your mind. Every time the enemy tries to tell you that what you see is more real than what God has promised, that's where the Spirit of God reveals truth of the Word that you've been putting in you. That's why, you know, Word in, word's going to come out of you. No word in you, no word's going to come out of you. God wants you speaking his word to where you hear it on a day-to-day basis. And then you're in the midst of a situation and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit reveals to you what God has said and promised. And what does that bring in that moment? In that instance, it brings the peace that Jesus gave you. The peace won't just work. You have to receive the peace by applying the word that's been revealed to you by the Spirit of God. Then you will not be afraid. You know, though you walk through those things, you'll not be afraid, and you will fear no evil. That's where God wants you today. He wants you and I fearing no evil and giving no place to the devil in any way, shape, or form. <clears throat> Proverbs 29 and 25, these last two verses I'm going to read to you. Proverbs 29, 25 says, The fear of man brings a snare. When you're afraid of situations, when you're afraid uh, of what people are saying or doing, the enemy's using them. I mean, the, the enemy can use me by me overreacting or saying something that I shouldn't say. He can use me that way. And it affects somebody in a negative way, and that's what the enemy wanted to happen. So he's working overtime to get us all stirred up and keep us all stirred up. And, and you know what? He has no power if we're all operating in the peace of God, the peace that passes our understanding. If it's ruling over our hearts and minds, we're living in that place, we're embracing it, we're believing what the, 
what the Spirit of God is revealing to us from the Word of God instead of what we see or how we feel when we do that. Um, when, when we give the devil no place there, then we're not in the snare that he, or the trap that he has set for us. But it says, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. You need to be saying that over yourself every day. I live in a safe place because I trust in God. Say it right now. I live in a safe place because I trust God. You need to add that to your confessions if you're not already saying it. That you live in a safe place because you trust God. Fear of man brings a snare. If you're afraid of man, of situations that the enemy is trying to do through man, right? If, if, if there was no one else alive on the planet but you, and you did only what God said, devils have no authority. He doesn't have any authority in the first place. He's been totally defeated. He has no authority. But he, but he usurps that authority because the church doesn't know how to operate or they're not willing to practice or they're too lazy to practice the truth and allow the Word to be first place in their life. And as a result of it, that they're caught in the snare or the traps that the enemy set. But when you trust in God and you trust His Word and you embrace His peace and you give the devil no place, it's a safe place. It's an absolute safe place. All hell can be breaking, going on around you, breaking loose around you, and yet you're walking in the peace of God, you're trusting God, and you're living in a safe place. That's where God wants you to live. As I did last week, I'm going to end tonight with Isaiah 41 and 10. And uh, I really like this verse because I like what... Um, a specific word in there says and means, and, it, and it's, so, it's so defined. I'm going to take a moment on this verse because I want you to really grab a hold of this. It's found in Isaiah 41, verse 10, and it says, and, and God is saying through Isaiah, He's saying it to us even now today, fear not. Again, why? You're not going to just not be afraid. You have to receive and believe God is with you. He said he is, then that Holy Spirit wants to reveal that to you daily. He's with you. You don't have to be afraid of anything. He said, fear not, for I'm with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. So he said, fear not, I'm with you, but don't be dismayed. And the definition that I have found that I kind of put together in several different dictionaries, the definition um, of the word dismayed. So when someone is dismayed, okay, they are um, experiencing or showing feelings of alarmed, concern, upset, worried, or agitated because of some unwelcome situation or occurrence. You're dismayed when you're that way. So he said, he said, fear not, I'm your God, and don't be dismayed. So fear not because I'm with you. I'm your God, I'm with you, I'm here for you. But like I said earlier, that's still not enough. Now you've got to practice not being dismayed, not experiencing or showing feelings of alarmed concern, 
upset, worried, or agitated because of some unwelcome situation or occurrence. Now, now the truth of the matter there is, you're going to have an unwelcome situation or occurrence possibly every day and sometimes more than one a day. That's every day. And he said, he said, don't be afraid, but then he said, don't be dismayed. Don't be caught off guard by the enemy because of some unwelcome situation or occurrence that has cropped up. You, you know, some examples of those kind of things are somebody could call you on the phone and give you some report of something that stirs you up. You, you might be struggling in, in the financial realm and, and maybe you have a bill collector calling you and saying something to you that, that is disturbing. It, it, and you, you weren't expecting that, okay? And, and yet, this unwelcome situation or occurrence, he's saying, don't be moved by that. The enemy wants you to be moved by that phone call or whatever comes, whatever report may come to you that's, that is unwelcome, um, and, and it's, it, it's a situation that you weren't expecting, don't get caught off guard by that and be moved by that because what the enemy wants to do is grip your heart with fear and saying, okay, they're going to come get you, they're going to come do this, or this report over here, maybe about your physical body, this is a bad thing, and now I'm gonna, I'm, uh, you're actually believing that the report you got is actually going to come to pass. That's what fear does. That gets you now off of what God has promised. That's why every day you need to be declaring out of your mouth that God is with me and I live in a safe place. My God is with me. I trust him and I live in a safe place. My God is who he says he is and I live in a safe place and I will not be dismayed and turned upside down emotionally in my life because of some negative report. That's what the enemy wants, and he wants to keep you in that place. And that's why God, in this verse of Scripture that I'm reading to you, Isaiah 41.10, that's why he wants you to really meditate on these next three things that he tells you to do. So he said, fear not, I'm with you, number one. Be not dismayed, for I am your God, number two. Okay? So he now gives you three things that you need to receive and embrace. And I'm just telling you today, if you'll do that, it'll work for you. If you will learn to practice that and develop that day to day, what I'm fixing to give you, these three things, it will work for you. Number one, I will strengthen you. I will help you, number two. And I will uphold you, number three with my righteous right hand. I will strengthen you, he said. I will help you, and I will uphold you. I will strengthen you, God said. I will help you, and I will uphold you. Those three things, through scriptures, through the revelation that the Holy Spirit brings to your life, those three things empower you to not be dismayed, not be caught off guard by some unwelcome occurrence or situation that comes your way. Not to be caught off guard because the enemy is trying to distract you from the Word of God. 
That's why, thank God that we have the Holy Spirit. The person of the Holy Spirit is here to say, when you get that bad report, somebody calls you on the phone, and you get that negative bad report, Holy Spirit is there to say, don't be moved by that. This This is what God has promised. This is what the Word says. Stand firm on this. Do not be moved. Shut your emotions down. Give no place to the devil in this situation, and you will win. You will see victory. The problem is that just because you got a bad report doesn't mean when you trust the Word of God that that report necessarily is, maybe the report is true, that that somebody's saying something that they're going to do or whatever like that, okay? but, But you have to trust even if it takes time to see the situation worked out. That's where the situation works out in your favor is when you continue to trust and live in that safe place, embrace the peace that he's given you, and give the devil no place to, be, to allow your life to be free from all fear in every way. Today, I, I felt I was very compelled to make sure that I brought you a second message on this that the Holy Spirit had given me during worship um, last Wednesday. Uh, when I was standing here in worship last Wednesday, changed my whole message. And, and so as I began to share it last Wednesday and, and, and going from last Wednesday till, you know, today, I've been praying for each of you that I laid hands on. And I want to pray over you right now as we end this message today. I want to pray a couple of things that are causing you to be aware of the continuation of what you embraced and received last week. And even if I didn't pray for you last week, if you're here today, you embrace what I'm going to pray over you right now. Heavenly Father. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's fine. Just tell me. Heavenly Father, I thank you right now that your word is true. It, it, the, the Word of God is not just kind of true. It's not just sometimes true. The Word of God is true all the time. I thank you for every word that was prayed over your people last week. I thank you for the Word that has gone forth last week and tonight. That Word does not return void, but it accomplishes great things. It accomplishes everything that is in that word to accomplish. And you know what? I see that there's no limit to what your word can accomplish in the lives of each and every one of us. Tonight, Father, I thank you that you are manifesting yourself in a greater way to your people in the form of peace like they've never known. That fear is not gripping them. It's not holding them in a place of bondage. Fear has no authority over them. You didn't give them that fear. They're not receiving it. They heard it this message last week. They're hearing it again tonight. Maybe some people are hearing it for the first time. But as you're not embracing fear and you are embracing the peace of God, you will see how fear has no authority over you. Fear doesn't, isn't going to just go away. You have to enforce what Jesus did. You're not enforcing something in your own strength. You're enforcing what he said was so in your own personal life. He said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. 
we're taking those commands tonight and applying them to our lives. And Father, we believe in the name of Jesus that everything that you promise in your word manifests and it comes to pass. I believe that for your people tonight. We give you great glory and praise in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen and amen. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, we invite you to share it with someone in your life. We would love for you to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also download our app and stay connected to Gates and access to the Word of God anytime you need it. We are believing that the seed of today's Word is going deep in your heart and that you always remember God is more than enough in every situation of your life.